Welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, a podcast for your ears. And what you do with those ears is here. This week's episode is brought to you by Pythagoras Incorporated. Pythagoras. You've heard of his theorem, but it's his discoveries and harmonic overtones that help us understand why we want to be here to hear things in the first place. Pythagoras Incorporated. We're here for you. My name is Jason. Hey, it's KJ, and in this week's episode, we talk about skin infections and open-air toilets, and we move on really quickly from there, and then we try to pronounce some stuff. Up next, we'll ask all the hard-hitting questions that you deserve the answers to, such as, do we have a guest? No, we do not. And we'll wrap it all up with feedback and a pretty funny next-door app comment. I kid you not. All that, plus several conversational tangents. In a week, week, things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happened. The things that happened. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. So what's up this week? Well, uh, well, I'm operating on very little sleep today, so this could be this could be interesting. But good is up. Good is up. My um, tinea versicolor is gone. I'm sorry, I fell asleep there for a minute. I dozed <laughs> off. What, what what were you saying? My tinea versicolor is gone. Have you ever heard? I of literally this? have no idea what you're talking about. Well, I didn't either until a couple of weeks ago. Tinea versicolor is a fungal fe- infection of the skin. I and didn't even know I had it. What's the next segment we're talking about? I didn't even know I had it. No, it's pretty. Po- it's pretty common. A lot of people have it. It's like white discoloration, not white, patchy discolorations of skin. I've never heard of this. Yeah, and I went to the doctor, and not for that. I was just having to check him. She says, "You look like you have a little rash on your neck," and I said, "Oh yeah, that comes and goes usually with hot weather." She said, it's tinea versicolor, and she gave me a medicated shampoo that I put on my neck for five minutes. One, she said, one time and it'll cure it. And I'm like, yeah, right, lady. And I did it, and hmm. sure enough, gone. Yeah, cool. I don't want to know what's in the shampoo. Antifungal stuff? Yeah, but I mean, all kinds of chemicals. Mushroom killers? Yeah, I may, had a, I may have a mushroom growing out of my ear, but at least my rash on my neck is gone. There you go. Yeah, so anyway, that's gone. What about you? What's happening? What's, what's good? Still in the dog days of summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's where I am. Your kids are still bored? Mm, they're sort of entertaining themselves, at least for the moment. Good. Yeah. Well, what, well how was the Memorial Day weekend for you? How did you spend your weekend? Anything special? Um, remembering? Good. It's isn't that what it's for? Yeah, good. I I I just had a weekend. <laughs> I, I, I haven't done any. I've I've literally been. Hey, what's going on with my kids? You know, seems like every minute of every day. So, yeah, it's I fine. bet. Yeah. Well, yeah. I took a little trip. What you sign up for? That's right. That's Where did what you go? You I went to Iowa. Hmm. Uh, it sounds wonderful, doesn't it? But you know, I went to Iowa. To visit my parents, we do that pretty much over every more Memorial Day weekend. 
and you know we had a great time we all we always have a great time but there was one thing that we saw that we were i don't know it was i guess it was curious maybe a good way to describe it or should i say should i say we were privy to seeing something curious and also just very weird did you okay. did you see me tweet anything this weekend um i did not but i was not really paying attention okay. to twitter so i'll just tell you about it so my parents live about I don't know, two miles from a golf course. So it takes like less than five minutes to get there. So it's very handy. Mm -hmm. And so we go there, even though it may not be the best golf course around, because it's close and, you know, cheap. And we've probably been there hundreds of times. And anyway, very, very near the tee box on hole number five, along the tree lines, there always used to be a small building, not not like an outhouse, but kind of, I guess maybe a duplex outhouse where you've got a men's and a women's bathroom. And it's mm -hmm. an enclosed building with with sinks too, you know, wash your hands, not just a, one of these porta potties, which is another thing. Do you call them porta potties or what do you call those things? Um because we could stick I, that in pronunciations. Porta potties is what I've always called them, but some people say porta johns. And in Minnesota, they say biffies. Have you ever heard that term, biffy, for a porta potty? I'm pretty sure I've heard it from you before. No, not me. Not we, unless I was making fun of Duck Duck Goose. We've talked about this on the I podcast. I mean, Duck Duck Grey Duck. Yeah, biffy. So anyway, we we've literally talked about this on another episode. Okay. <laughs> I call so yes, them, I've heard it from you. <laughs> I call them porta potties, but Minnesotans say biffies. Anyway, uh, I guess I should say native Minnesotans. There you go. So there's no porta potty there. This was an actual building, so you most golfers would wait to hole number for hole number five because there's another porta potty later. But they want you know nice building. Okay. But we get to hole number five. There's no building. They've torn down the building, which is you know that's not too surprising. But the surprising mm. part is this: they've been kind enough to leave one toilet and one sink. Out in the open. And With no building? No building, and it had some really nice landscaping. Hostas were lining the toilet and the sink. I was, I was, it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen on a golf course. And, and that includes that groundskeeper who had the big German Shepherd with him riding on the seat of the golf cart. Oh, yeah. yeah at yeah, the yeah, golf yeah. course we were year. at in D.C. Yeah. It was weird. And we thought... This can't be real. This must be a joke. And then sure enough, we look down the, the fairway, behind the fairway between hole four and hole eight, and there was the remnants of the building that they haven't been, that they've torn down, that that's not been removed yet. But sitting at the tee box of hole number five is a toilet and a sink surrounded by hostas. That tells me they're going to rebuild the structure around it. Yeah. Maybe. Would be my guess. But I don't know. The hostas were new, though. It's like they planted them there for a little ambiance when you're using the restroom out in the open. It was some weird <laughs> business. That's very strange. Yeah. So that was the, the highlight of the, the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty crappy weekend. Yes. And ba-boom. <laughs> that was my drum roll. Oh, okay. You do a better drum roll. I've heard you do it before. Uh, yeah, literally on a drum set. Oh, I thought I've heard you go. I think what you mean is rim shot. What is rim drum shot? Drum roll. 
That's the yeah. That's what I wanted right there. Like you say after a you know a corny joke. That's a rim shot. There you go. Now edit all that out and just put that bum bush bum push. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, can I just say how cute my dogs are? I have to. My dogs are so cute. Every, I can tell you haven't gotten much sleep I haven't. lately. Every week we record this podcast the same day about the same time, and my dogs are so used to. Don't that. give away our secrets. I'm not going to, just same day, same time, nothing else. Okay. My dogs are so smart and so in a rhythm that they come in here only, uh, this is the podcast room, I don't use this room for much else, they come in here every day at the same time that we're about ready to record, and they mm-hmm. lay down. They're like, it's time, time for the podcast. It's very cute. Yeah, the biggest revelation in all this to me is that you have, you know, an entire room dedicated to podcasting in your house now. Well, I mean, that's, I, I don't have that. I mean, it's dedicated wow. to podcasting slash guest bedroom. John Deere tractors and <laughs> podcast dedicated rooms. I mean, living the high life. Yeah, but I'm still, maybe I need to move to Minnesota. I'm still waiting for that um, a plow attachment to, for the front of my John Deere. Then yes. I'd really be living high. <laughs> that would be hilarious to see you trying to plow. A snowplow, a driveway in Minnesota with a riding lawnmower. Oh, uh, pe- people do it. People do it here. It's just very. Do you expensive. think that would work in your driveway? I think I'd have to put snow chains on my mower, but maybe not. Maybe I don't I'm know. I'm going to think Never that's probably it. not working unless you have an actual tractor. No, James Cunningham wanted to know why I didn't do that, and it's well, way more worth it to hire the guy to come out. Oh, yeah. It would take you many winters to make that money back on just the plow attachment Yes, it cost. would. Yes. Yeah. Not worth it. That John Deere stuff is pricey. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> but nothing runs like a deer. <laughs> you really are sleep deprived. <laughs> so is there anything else that happened this past week? Nope. That'll do it for this past week. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, indeed. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. Oh, oh, there's a couple more segments. Sorry. I thought that was kind of short. Anyway, up next is a segment called Pro... I, I don't know. I don't know how to say that word. Something. Just listen to it. You'll figure it out. You're smart. Okay, it's, it's been quite a while since we've done this segment. How long has it been? You know, I'm going to guess four weeks, five weeks, maybe longer. It's been way longer than that. It's been like three months. Three months. Okay. So I just thought that was a joke set up. No. Who's on first? No, it wasn't. Okay. So we've got a lot of words to pronounce. Um, Words and stuff. So why don't we get right to it then? Sure. Uh, The first one. In the spirit, in the spirit of the series, the series finale of The Americans this week. I have not seen the last two seasons yet. Uh, and I won't give anything away because I know that you there. watch the show and I know there's no chance, like you just said, that you have seen this. But yeah, I'll get back to it. This is an excellent dead, show. This is a yes, mini, mini recommendations. And the, there is a scene in the final episode. I, nope. won't, I won't give anything I'm else not away. Nope, not listening. Nope. People, talk. I, have, I took my headphones off. I don't know if you're talking. It, people who have seen this episode will know what I'm talking about. That scene was brilliant. 
All right, you can come back. Are you still talking? Nope. Are we past the spoiler part? Yes. I literally don't have headphones on. Come back. Are we good? Yes, we're good. All right, I'm back. Okay, so in the spirit of that show, with Russian spies, Mm -hmm. the first word I will spell... Wait a minute, they're Russian? (laughs) Spoiler! Now you don't need to watch the last two seasons. Yeah, I guess not. M-O-S-C-O-W. Moscow. Okay, no hesitation, Moscow. I just, I, for this segment, I really try to just not th- overthink it and just whatever comes that's into my mind. That's the way I think you should do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's how I say it, but I have also heard many people say Moscow. Same here. Okay. Those people can't read. <laughs> it's obviously a W on the end of this word. Well, if we went by the way things were spelled and pronouncing, that you can't always use that rule. <laughs> but I think the general rule is if there's an option to pronounce it, an acceptable option to pronounce it the way it's spelled... <laughs> That's kind of like how words work. Yeah, well. <laughs> and letters. I'm sure there are many examples to the contrary. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Gnats. Yeah, Gnats, yes. Knights. Knifes. There you go. Um, okay, next word. And I first Opossums. heard... I first heard this one pronounced differently than how I've always pronounced it, so, you know, wrongly. Um, back in October... When my mom, mm-hmm. the Hall of Famer, and I went to North Dakota to visit my crazy aunt. Do you remember this? Mm, which time? The, we went back in October to visit her in North Dakota. We had I don't remember. food on the raclette grill. That I remember. Yeah, okay. So anyway, they, some, I'm not going to say who, but some people there pronounced this word in a way I've never heard it before. All right. And it's a, it's a name. And I'll spell it out. It has two different acceptable spellings. S- oh, two different spellings. Yes. And I, oh, will, okay. I will throw the two different ones in there as I go. Sure. S-A-C-A-J or G right there. A-W-E-A. Okay. Sacagawea. Okay. That's close to how I say it. This is Lewis and Clark's yes. guide, right? I think that's what she was most famous for. Mm-hmm. She's on a coin now, like the dollar gold coin. Is that what it is? I don't know. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there's a Sacagawea coin. So you say like Sacagawea. I say Sacagawea. I could go either way on that. But the word that I heard was Sacagawea. No. Uh-huh. Nope. I'm going to say no to that. Right out of the box? Nope. Nope. Okay. I've never heard that in my life. I have heard Sacagawea, and then those people said, that's the way we learned it in school. Now, I will say that Sacagawea spent some time in North Dakota. So maybe we're the ones that are wrong. Maybe the North Dakotans know. I think she no. lived there for a while. No. Okay, next word. A-D-V-E-R-T-I-S-E-M-E-N-T. Okay, I got two for this. Um, how I would say it, if I was just reading, it would probably be advertisement. But I know, like, especially um, British people. Yes. Advertisement. I know. Okay, so, but I, the reason that I brought this up is because I've heard people say advertisement that are not British, that are, I don't know if they're trying to be fancy or what. They're trying to be fancy. I, 
I guess I can advertisement. Or is, they're British spies, and we need to get rid of get them out of the country. Yeah. So I say advertisement, but I love advertisement. But you know, yeah, I, I, that's acceptable. Another. It's much better than schedule. That is not acceptable to me. That one is really hard for me to say. Schedule. It's just schedule. You just leave the C out. Oh, sedge. <laughs> Forget not it. Not the H, the C. <laughs> Forget it. Now, the other <laughs> word, though, the, the beautiful British word, or the beautiful word that British people pronounce way better than we do, is um, aluminium for aluminum. Aluminium. Yep. Love it. That's just a mispronunciation. Aluminium? Aluminium. Not aluminium, it's al- aluminium. I've heard aluminium. Oh. Like how you doing. Anyway, it's aluminum. It's advertisement. I mean, advertisement. It's advertisement if you're, you know, as long if you're not, unless you're a British spy. Yes. Yes. Okay. Next word. If you're not James Bond, it's advertisement. Okay. And aluminum. And schedule. Schedule, yes. Schedule. Actually, advertisement and aluminum are fine. It's the schedule. That I just want to be like, no, it's schedule. You're leaving letters out. But it still sounds beautiful coming out of their mouths. It doesn't nope. out of my mouth. No, it does not. Okay. I know British people know it does not. That's that's the one word that I'm like, ugh. It's like everything else is like, you know, a flowing rainbow of lavender and rose petals. And then it's like nails on the chalkboard when you get that word. You don't like that one. I can tell. No. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Next word. <laughs> Your intuition is high on that one. <laughs> O-R-G-A-N-I-Z-A-T-I-O-N. Okay, I'm interested to hear a different one on this one because I'm going to say organization. Organization, yes. What is the other pronunciation of this word? Well, it's just just a little, like many words, it's just a little change in inflection. Organization. With the emphasis on the I. That's somebody who doesn't know how to speak. Or someone that, you know. Looking out for number one. Organization. Yeah. There's no I in team, but there's an I in organization. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. There's also a me in team. Yes, there is. Mm -hmm. I've heard organization a lot. So don't at me. I won't. If you get that joke, I'm proud of you. And also ashamed (laughs) because that's so stupid. Wait. We are you going to do the um, rim shot? No, I'm not. Okay. I thought you were the. I can't do um, it. Oh well, I'm not doing it either. But um, boom. See, you just did it. Yeah. You leave it out the important part, the <laughs> yeah. symbol at the end. Well, I was trying to, you know, be have you be the teammate there. I do some, okay. you do some. Okay, don't organization. I don't say it. It's organization. Mm. It's organization. Okay. Next word. Um, about, I don't know, maybe a month or so ago, the intern sent out a tweet asking for word suggestions for this segment. And John Miller mm-hmm. sent this word in. Uh, however, I'm not entirely sure. Maybe you remember. I think we've done this word before, but it's all, it's all right. We'll do it again. I, I don't remember you. So good. It's been a while. C-E-L-E-R-Y. Celery. Now, this is a word that I say two ways interchangeably. Mm-hmm. Celery and salary, as in S-A-L-A-R-Y. Well, that's just another word. <laughs> I know. It's just wrong, but it 
comes out of my mouth and I'm like, that's not the right word. Take it I back. Take it back yeah, before I, anybody notices. But then I just I've heard it. I've heard celery on this one too. Oh, like celery. C E L R Y. Yeah. They leave out the second E. Celery. Okay. But it's celery because that's it's has celery. It has three syllables. It's not celery, two syllables. Well, that how many sounds syllables like a in southern. fire? <laughs> well, yeah, I could totally see people like that are, you know, certain accents they'd be like, Don't put none of that peanut butter on my celery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I'll get my guns. <laughs> <laughs> you go straight for a, for guns when someone puts peanut butter on your celery? That's how people who say celery. <laughs> Okay. That's that's their. I'm, I'm that's just trying to get attitude? into the character. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I say the the word we think the correct way is celery. Well, no, I, I celery, so. celery. I don't. Celery. I think I say Cell. salary. I think I do most of the time. That is a different word. I know celery <laughs> okay. doesn't come out of my mouth. I just it feels foreign. So to it's me. celery. It's that is the correct pronunciation of that word. Yes. Celery. Okay. The next word I heard um, the great film critic from the Washington Post. Miss Anne Hornaday say this word, and it probably was about six weeks ago on um, mm. and her podcast at the movies with Arch and Anne. And at yes. first, I had no idea what she was talking about. So here, here's the word. Okay. R i c o l a. Exactly right. Yeah. I mean, this like is from the commercial. This is it's literally where they it's pronounced the word in the, the commercial. commercial. <laughs> I know. She it's called the people it, who made the product and named it say the word. And I love Anne Hornaday. And much like yeah. I say, celery as salary, she called it Ricola. I can totally see that. That is. She, it sounds like her accent. Is she from Baltimore? No, she's from Des Moines, Iowa. Hmm. She's been. She's from Des Moines. She has that. She has a very like specific kind of tinge to her accent that I thought was a Baltimore thing, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's well, an Well, she Iowa lives thing. in Baltimore now, so maybe if she's lived there many years, she's picked something up. So, yeah, so I can see her, I can say her saying Ricola and it comes out as Ricola. Yeah, Ricola. But it's Ricola. It's absolutely as you, Ricola. As you demonstrated earlier. Yes. Okay. The next word, someone in my family who shall remain nameless said this word in a way I've never heard it pronounced. Here's the word. Was it Wrigley? <laughs> M A S O N I C. Masonic. Yeah, like the Masonic Temple. Yeah, like Masons, Freemasons. Yeah. Masonic. Masonic. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like somebody who would say insurance says Masonic. <laughs> yes. That's the emphasis on the wrong syllable. But, you know, I was really just proud of my dog for being able to say anything. So, yeah, that's, I, hey, <laughs> anything you get out of him is, is a bonus. That's right. Okay, the next word I heard on TV just the other day from... But it's, it's Masonic, right? Masonic, yes. It's not Masonic. No, but it's... I'm okay with it Masonic. Could be, it could be Mason-ish. Yes. Like, related to Masons, but Masonic, like if you're going to say I'm going to the Masonic Lodge or Temple or whatever they call right, it. Right, You don't say I'm going to the Masonic Temple. However, I love this person, and so I have adopted it as being okay. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Say what you I want. mean the dog. It's wrong, but say what you want. Yes. So speaking of being wrong, the next word is E-R-R, mm-hmm. which isn't really, Air. yeah, but that's not really how I'm using it in this contest, not, not okay. context, not being wrong, but like air on the side of caution. That's the same, same word. 
Well, I know, but it's not the same thing. You're not being wrong. You're being, you're being. That phrase means if you're going to be wrong, be wrong be on wrong. the side of right. caution. So you're shortening it. I understand. Okay. E-R-R, error. Okay. I told you this How could be. How have you heard this word I told you this could be interesting because I don't know. I'm still, okay. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> This is how the t- the Twins TV announcer pronounced it. Oh, this is like for baseball, like the baseball term. Yeah. No. Okay. He, no, he was actually saying err on the side of caution. Okay. Err. Like terrible versus terrible. Mm, yeah, that's, I, I haven't heard that. And this guy's from Minnesota. That sounds like a Southern thing too. I guess every time I hear a word mispronounced that I think is mispronounced, I think it's somebody in the South doing it. Because yeah. it's where I'm from. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, that was real good English there. That's where I'm from. <laughs> that was my error. Say it again. Er? Is that what er. you're saying? Er is like, is like you are sounds to me. Not E-E-E-R-R. Right, Does you he say error? Error too? Like, oh, that was an error on the second base. I, I can't even him. say that. It's hard coming out of my mouth. I haven't, I haven't heard him say that. Um, then he's that's because the twins never make any errors. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's, yep. He's mispronouncing this word then because it should be the same. It's the short version of E-R-R-O-R, right, is what I think. Well, I told you I thought it was used in a different context, but I, you think, be right. I think you're right that it is a different, it is probably derived from error. Yeah, you could be right. Okay, the next word is a TK mispronounced word, not on the level of jute box for jukebox, but it's up there. <laughs> okay. This one is more like insurance, I think. Oh, sure. E-X-P-E-R-T-L-Y. Expertly. Correct. Expertly. I'm going to, can I guess? Yes. Expertly? Yes. Yeah. I could see that. That's wrong, but I could see that. When he's reading one of the sponsor reads, he says expertly, and I'm, I just. So it, this has happened multiple times then that you've yes, heard. Yes, multiple. Because I don't really pay attention to this kind of stuff. Multiple. Okay. Ex- expertly. Expertly. <laughs> Next word. It, but it's, but yeah, it's, it's expertly. Expertly, yes. Yeah, the I next word, P-R-E-F-E-R-A-B-L-Y. Preferably. That's how I say it, preferably. But I have heard people say, and it's not wrong. This, I think you'll say Oh, is no, this is totally, yeah. Preferably. Yeah, this is kind of advertisement, advertisement situation yes, to me. Yes, Preferably, yeah. I've actually probably said preferably myself. I, I'm sure I have. This is, to me, this is how I, I interchange celery and salary. Although I think I've proven to myself that it's, I actually say salary. Yeah. I have said both of these words, preferably and preferably. Would you like your salary to be paid in salary? <laughs> you know, not, I don't really start like, them differently. I don't like salary, celery. I like salary. I don't like celery. There you go. Yeah. See, you got it. Yes. Just remember that. Yes. Yeah. That's this, the trick. This your ne- brain needs, to, needs that little mnemonic there. The, this next word, I must have said this word. On a podcast episode a while back, um, mm-hmm. because James Cunningham tweeted at me asking some something. He said something like, "Wait, say that you know, insert the word, say that word again." So okay. I must have said it incorrectly, according to him. Here's the word: M E D I E V A L. Medieval. Yeah, medieval. Mm, nope, I didn't say that. Medieval. I said medieval. Medieval. I didn't say medieval. I said medieval. Okay. So he must say it the way you do. Yes. Have you ever heard people say medieval? No, I haven't. I've heard that. That I would say is wrong. 
it's not medieval times, it's medieval times. And it's not, what's the Samuel Jackson quote? I'm going to get medieval on your, it's not medieval, it's medieval. Are you trying to get me to swear? No. I'm assuming when he's saying I'm going to. I'd have to bleep it out anyway, so why even say it? <laughs> but, but you were saying med- I'm going to get medieval on your. We don't have that explicit your... tag on our podcast. What? Yeah, that's. Yeah. I think it's from Pulp Fiction. No, I, that's, no, that, yeah, that's, uh, what, that's not Samuel Jack. That's, I think it's Ving Rhames from Pulp Fiction. Oh, the guy from um, the, the Arby's commercials. Yes. I'm sure that's what he loves to be associated with. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Vin Rhames, the, the guy from. Yeah. yeah. The greatest Samuel L. Jackson line ever is a line from Coming to America that you talk about earworms. This line is in my head all the time. Okay. Not all the time, but especially on the roadways when I get mad at drivers. This yes. is the line that comes out of my mouth, and it's it's a... You're going to have to bleep, so maybe I shouldn't say it. Just leave out the word I'd have to bleep. Well, there's a couple. Well, I mean. Let's, let's see if you remember this, because you've seen oh, Coming to remember. America. Yes. You know Is what Samuel line Jackson, I'm going to say? Yes. They played a bit part. He, he had a very small part before he was famous in that movie. He's the robber in the McDonald's yes. or McDowell's. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, I thought and I didn't know that that was such a big line for everybody. I just it stuck with me the first time I saw that movie, and I say it all the time when we're driving, mostly when we're driving, and some idiot cuts me off or something. Who the? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. My favorite line. Nice. Anyway, where did I go? I went off on a tangent. Well, I would not say that's the most famous Samuel L. Jackson line by any stretch of the imagination. It is for me. It is for you. That's good. Yeah. The next word, I... I, I would say that even the snakes on a plane one is above that in what people would recall if they were thinking Samuel L. Jackson lines and him quoting Bible verses in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, they're a pulp, you'd would think definitely be pulp above Fiction that. would be above that. But and well, snakes I would, on I would a plane say, I have not seen. Oh, yeah. You've, what I haven't seen it either, but you know the line. I probably would if you told me. Get these MF and snakes off this MF and plane. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. You've heard that line. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think like it's it that's one of those um when they dub it for the for like TV, they censor it. I think they say, um I have had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday play. Or <laughs> Yeah, I love um, those. Those are awesome. There's one that's worse than that that I'm like, come on, this person who's dubbing this is just doing this as a joke. Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon. It's, it's some of those that are, like, that are so, so terrible. Yeah, I know. They're funny, though. Yes. I agree. Okay, this next word. P-R-E-S-C-I-E-N-T. Prescient. Yes. Prescient. Mm-hmm. Is that how you would say it? No. Yes, prescient. But here's, I heard somebody say this, and I was like, this guy, I don't get this. He was a, some well, sports announ- announcer. I don't know who it was. I've also heard prescient. Yeah, prescient. But this mm-hmm. was prescient. Nope, wrong. <laughs> yeah. I laughed. That's, no. <laughs> As my dad would say, I laughed so hard, I thought my pants would never dry. Is this a former athlete that said this? No, it was a, well, it might have been. I don't remember yeah. which sports announcer it was. Yeah, it's usually former athletes who, usually the people who are, you know, in broadcasting know how to pronounce words. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. yeah. I see you let my dad joke go right by. Yep. Okay. I told the you. The whole I didn't podcast sleep can't well. be about pee. Yeah, that's true. 
We we did talk about P earlier. Mm -hmm. Okay, the next word, L-U-G-U-M-E-S. Legumes. Legumes. So this is another... bean family. Yes, and this is another insurance, because I heard somebody say legumes. Legumes. That's... That's close to that's close to wrong. Yeah, if it's not wrong, it's close to yeah. wrong. Have you ever heard Lego maze? I've heard no, people pronounce it that. But I like before. that. That's kind of like Target for Target. Yeah, which is also um, people mispronouncing the words. <laughs> yes, Target on purpose, obviously. Target most is of most of the, the time on purpose. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Unless you're from France, right? <laughs> do not say it like that. Okay, we're getting to the end of the getting to the end of the list here. Um, Tony Kornheiser again this past week was talking about the huge downpour of rain and flooding that poor Ellicott City or Ellicott, Ellicott or Ellicott City, Maryland got mm-hmm. over the week. Uh, this past I thought week. it was Elliott City. I did too for a long time. I didn't see the sea, but it's in there. Oh, okay. And, um, Shows how much I pay attention. So he was talking about how much rain they got. And I would normally say... They got nine inches of rain. Mm-hmm. And he said they took, they took nine inches of rain. That seemed odd even, to me. I'm not even getting into this. Why not? <laughs> you're just laughing, but you're, you're going to need to explain it to me. Nope, I am not explaining anything. Moving on. What's our next segment? We're not done with this segment yet. Mm, I'm done with it. You're done with the whole segment? I thought that was the last one you said. I got one more I thought of during they took nine inches of rain. Okay, what's the other one? So, a while back, um, Jamie Julian, she didn't send this to us, but she tweeted or Facebooked it. I I don't know when, but I'm not. But the in, the interns passed it on. Yeah, it's been a while since we did this segment. Yes. I, I think it's been like three months. It's been a more. while. Actually, she did two. One was asking why in the world people say put s possessives on the end of Walmart's and Panera's bread, which we've already we have talked covered about. that in major detail, and that is yes. just wrong. But this one was yes. if it, I'm going to get a shower instead of take a shower, I'm gonna go get a shower. Have you heard that term? Uh, yeah, I have actually. I wouldn't say that, but I've never heard it, and uh, it seems wrong to me. It, well, I it's mean, probably regional. You, yeah, I think so. But also, would you say take a shower? Is that how you'd say take it? a shower? Yeah, where are you taking it to? That's probably also incorrect. Yes, that is grammar. Probably. You probably should say I'm going to shower. I am going like to a shower. Verb. It's a thing yeah. that you're doing. Yep. Because if you or if shake gonna, a tower. <laughs> Take a shower would be like the noun. Shower would be a noun. I'm mm-hmm. going to take a shower. So like the, which is, it's, it, it's obviously a, a noun. You'd be taking the actual physical shower. Where are you taking it to? Right. Yeah. What you're actually talking about doing is I'm going to shower. I'm getting in the shower. I'm the, the verb part of it. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. And none, so, of it is, none of it is correct. But what feels better coming out of my mouth is take a shower. Oh, absolutely. If I say, if I don't think about it, I'm saying I say take a shower. But technically, we probably all should say I'm going to shower. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay, now the last one we have had on our pronunciation list for probably two years. (laughs) I feel like this is the fourth last one. (laughs) 
Yeah, this is the actual last one. This is the actual last one. Okay. And we never cover this, so we'll see how, you know, we'll just do it We're fast. knocking this out so we don't ever have to do this That's again. That's right. Is that what That's we're saying? what I'm okay. saying. Mm-hmm. Um, is it supper or dinner? Do you call it supper or dinner or something else? I think it's totally regional. I say dinner. So breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So, But I know in certain regions of the country, particularly in the South, they say breakfast, dinner, and supper, and dinner is lunch. Yes. And that's how my mom says supper. And I grew, I must have grown up with supper because she'd always say supper time or, you know, it's time for supper. But now mm-hmm. I say dinner. Yes. And when we were in, remember when I was in Lincoln, Nebraska, visiting family? Yes. We, we, no, I did not, but go ahead. Oh, yeah, I got licorice. It was a great time. Anyway. Okay. And I met with Jolene Wojcik. It was a great time. But I asked them, because we were talking about going to dinner or supper, and I said, well, what do you say, supper or dinner? And one of the hosts said, well, I don't say supper because I'm not 65 years old. So Mm. she seems to think that it's an age thing. I think it's not necessarily an age like an age thing where you get older and you change what you say. I think it's a right, yeah, yeah. point place in time Correct. in yeah. our society that's and our culture where, you know, the, 40 that, years ago, that's what people say. Yeah, that generation. Yeah. That makes sense. And it now has evolved and changed. But I think, I think... I think either of these are completely acceptable. I do too. And I think I interchange them. I bet you what I do when I'm around my mom is say supper. Probably. That I don't know sense. why, but... I'm sure I never I say have. supper, but I, I am fully in support of people who say supper. What I'm not in support of is brunch. You don't like brunch? It's a portmanteau of breakfast and lunch. I know. Just say I'm eating a snack. Or say I'm eating, if you're eating breakfast food at brunch, say I'm eating breakfast. If you're eating lunch food at brunch, say I'm eating lunch. So if someone says, or if there's a, you have, so why not, go ahead. You have an invitation to go to a brunch, or you have a, Hey, come on down. We're going to give you a free brunch, Jason Fuse. Are you going to go to this or will you refuse because they say the word brunch? No, oh, no, I'll go eat food. Okay, so you're not a, you're not I just don't say I'm going to brunch. That's way too fancy for me. I'm going to eat breakfast or I'm going to eat. Yeah. I'm going to get some food in my face. So you don't mind you're not you don't even call it supper or dinner. You just say it's time to eat. Mm, which is also much, acceptable. Yeah. So we don't care if it's supper or dinner. I will say that to me, I don't have a strong leaning towards supper or dinner. But I I do say say lunch. I do not call dinner. I do not call lunch dinner. Because if you're going to say brunch, here's the thing. Why not say liner or lupper? Yes, I know. Which I have said before as a joke. As a joke. Yeah. Because brunch is a joke. The word. (laughs) Yes. Not the food, the word. Ba boom, boom. We can. We yeah. can end this segment. Sunday brunch in the Hamptons. Get out of here. It does sound sort of fancy. It is. It's highfalutin. That's fine if you want to be that way. I'm just telling you it is. Yeah. I saw, I saw an advertisement for brunch the other day. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing. When people see the word brunch, they think it's going to be nicer food quality, I think, than if somebody just said, hey, come in for breakfast or come in for lunch. I don't know. I don't know about brunch that. Brunch conveys, it has a context of fancier. Uh, to me, brunch... Which people... Go ahead. Brunch conveys a um, buffet a lot of the times. Why not just say breakfast buffet? Because brunch is fancier. 
There you go. And your that's point my is entire made. Yes. point. <laughs> yes. But that's what I think of when I think of brunch. I don't think of going, when someone says, do you want to go out for brunch? Usually in my head, they're talking about a buffet, but I guess they might not be. I think you've been watching too much Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. Let's just go eat breakfast. Well, that's not true because I've probably only seen three of those episodes. I've never seen that show, but I'm assuming they talk about brunch on that show all the time. Oh, maybe. I, I, that's <sighs> probably not a bad assumption. Let me get my chihuahua and my carry-on and we'll go eat brunch, you know, on Manhattan. <laughs> and drink some Cosmopolitans. Well, that definitely, I'm sure. I'm definitely sure they've talked about Cosmopolitans. I'm sure. And Manhattan. Yeah. It take, doesn't it take place in New York? Yes. That yeah. much I know. If you live in New York City, if you live in Manhattan, use brunch all you want. If you live in the middle of Kentucky, that's a little fancy to be using brunch, is my opinion. Okay. I think that's and a hot take. In- that's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're talking about hot brunch, then now maybe that's a different yeah. story. I'm, I, I'm still eating the food. Good. So there are some things. I'm just not saying the word. So you're not consistent about that because if you if you go to a vape store that's named, you know, smoke it up, I don't know, you won't go you won't buy their products cuz their name's not good enough. Cuz it's what they named the business. So it's different than naming a time of meal, a meal time. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And plus So there are lines that go- you draw. Plus, I'm not interested in vaping. I'm interested in food. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I mean, that's of a logical course. point. But like Culver's Welcome to Delicious, you don't want to go there because of the phrase. That is correct. Because that is a tagline that they have trademarked. So you don't and like... that's ridiculous. You would never buy a John Deere because of the tagline? That's a good tagline. Nothing runs like a deer. That's a fine tagline. That's creative. Okay, but not Welcome that. to Delicious. And also, they don't yell, nothing runs like a deer at you when you come in the store to buy one. <laughs> that That's does, my problem That with does it. make a difference. I have They can never put the tagline on all their stuff, all they want. When I go to the place, if the first thing they say is, welcome to Delicious, no, I'm out. Yeah, I don't. Or, I haven't that's, had that's, that experience. And just below that is, what combo meal can I get you today? Yeah. You're making assumptions about me that you don't even know. Yeah. You don't know me? Yeah. You don't know me? That's true, but I will say for the record that I have not experienced someone yelling "Welcome to Delicious" um, at Culver's from either the staff or the patrons before. Ah, uh, okay. Well, uh, you've 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 dodged the bullet so far. That's because the Culver's restaurants are always so busy; no one can tell when uh, you're walking in the door. The other one that does that a lot is Moe's. You ever been to Moe's? No, but I think I want to go to Moe's. Moe's is like, you go in the door and they yell, welcome to Moe's. And it's got all these dumb, they're trying to be funny names for their food. Oh, uh-huh. Like everything is named like, and you can tell when they got like prominent and started developing into a chain is like when Friends and Seinfeld and stuff were on the air. And because there's references to the shows, there's references to like Fletch, <laughs> the movie oh, Fletch. The movie Fletch. So it's like eight, late 80s, early 90s, mid 90s kind of just bad, cheesy, corny puns for all the names of their food. Uh-huh. And um, it's good food, though. I actually went to the original very first one um, like a few weeks ago. And that's... It's, it's here in Atlanta. Isn't that the one that has the... It's kind of like a drive-in, drive, drive-in type of food, like a Ben's Chili Bowl from D.C.? 
out of DC? Um, I hadn't been there. It's it's a it's like a Mexican food place, but it's you walk like through the, like a cafeteria line, and you walk. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it's Subway where you walk through the line and they put whatever you want on there. Oh, like it's kind of like a liner. A what? A liner. What are you talking about? Lunch and dinner buffet line. No, it's not a buffet. You're not putting the food on there. It's like when you go to Subway and you can have the glass. Oh, okay. And you, oh, you tell you them, tell what, them you, what, okay. you what you want on it. All yeah, right. so it's so it's like you can get, you order it, and then they say, okay, and they slide it down the line, and you, you're you not putting the food on there. They are, they're putting it on there for you, and then they like throw it on the grill if, you, if you're getting like a, or like the whatever, cook it if you're going to get like a burrito or something fried up. Oh, it's good. okay. This is not the, re- it sounds good. This is not the restaurant I was thinking of. I was thinking of the V, the big V. Varsity? Varsity. Yeah. That's what I yeah, was it's thinking different. of. Varsity is a diner. Yeah, that that's what I was thinking It has become of. more famous and moved to different locations. Chili but fries and, and that kind yes, of thing. Yes, hamburgers See, and See, that's stuff, what yeah. Ben's Chili Bowl is like. Oh, okay. Okay, before... Moe's is a Mexican food place. It's it's good. It's it's like fast... It's sort of like in between fast food and restaurant because you go in and get it and sit down and it's good, but it's not... It doesn't take forever to get your food. Mm-mm. Yeah. And there's no waiters or waitresses or anything okay. like that. Okay, before we wrap this pronunciation segment up, I mm-hmm. because I've said last one a few times, I might as well add another oh my one. Because here we go. When you spoke of Fletch, uh-huh. is it Chevy Chase or Chevy Chase? It's Chevy. Right, it's Chevy, right? Mm-hmm. Chevy. I think so. Well, I heard somebody the other day say Chevy. Well, they're wrong and because if you watch SNL, he says his own name on the show when he was on there. But this was not somebody just, you know, in passing. This was someone on TV. Chevy. I'm like, no, I don't, I don't think so. That's a, that's a make of GM car. That's what I thought. Yeah. Why would you? I'm sure there are kids out there named Chevy. Because so. in, in, in his line, when he would end, like, the, the, like, when he was doing the weekend update, one of the original ones on, like, the original Saturday Night Live, he would be like, and I'm Chevy Chase and you're not. <laughs> that was like the intro or the outro or something. That was part of that. I just stuck in my head. And I don't think he said Chevy. No. Maybe he did. Maybe I'm misremembering, which is a dumb word that we keep saying. Which is to say, I forgot. Yes. Maybe okay. I forgot. Okay. Are you ready to stop? You don't have any more? Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Um, no. Hey there, Bob. Or Fred, or Sam, or Jill, or whatever your name is. We are glad you're listening. If you'd like us to know your name, and maybe even hear us say your name on this, whatever this is, you can send us feedback at Speak Tangents on Twitter. Or, speaking of tangents podcast at gmail.com. You can try sending feedback to us in other places, but there's no guarantee. Well, there's no guarantee of anything, but there's definitely no guarantee that we're going to get it in other places. There's not even a guarantee that we'll get it if you send it to those two places that I mentioned before that I actually can't remember now. Oh, and before we go, and by go, I mean move on to the final segment. There's someone here with a special message for one of our listeners. Jenny, why you gots to feel that way and bring me down, Jenny? 
So do we have any feedback? What was that in the background? Oh, God. Here's that same, this happened a couple weeks ago. Payday, payday. Instant feedback. Yes, instant feedback. Oh, here's another thing. Oh, my God. Is it, telling you, is it telling you your salary or your salary's coming in? Are you making salary. a salad or are you making some green? My salary's coming in, and I am making some green. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I knew that. I mean, you have an entire room, yes. maybe possible wing of your house dedicated <laughs> to podcasting and a John Deere tractor for your 40 acres in the back. I mean, come on. Shall I take a picture of the wing where the podcast is recorded? <laughs> It'll be a real funky looking wing. I prefer my podcast studio slash office slash just an open room in my house yeah. to be a mystery. To be, yeah, leave it to the imagination. Okay, yes, we do have feedback, but no iTunes reviews. Come on, guys. Come on, man. I don't even use iTunes. I know. So I can't blame people. You I know, hate iTunes. iTunes are, it's, it's not the easiest thing in the world to leave a review either, which is why if someone mm-hmm. leaves us a review, we'll be very appreciative. Yes, because we know it takes effort and work. Yes. And that's, yes, appreciated. Um, and I noticed, too, there's no Stitcher reviews. No single Stitcher review. <laughs> I totally forgot we're even on Stitcher, Yeah, to be we're honest. on Stitcher. So if anybody listens to us on Stitcher, how about you give us the review number one? That'd be awesome. Or just send us an email or a tweet that says, Yes, I listen on Stitcher. <laughs> you know, I think I think Todd Takei listens to us on Stitcher. Let me know if I'm wrong, Todd. Or mm-hmm. right. Yeah. You're wrong. Okay, so anyway, Twitter. Oh, I don't know. I'm just saying you're wrong. I don't know if you're wrong about that. <laughs> That's highly likely. Um, Twitter. Let's move to Twitter because we do have feedback on Twitter. Twitter? This tweet by Simeon, Simeon Copeland at The Schmooze, mm-hmm. seems like a good way to kick off feedback for this week quote oh you mean wait a minute you mean a good way to kick off feedback is actual feedback that's right i think that's and not your phone and not my phone telling me it's telling you your salary is coming in yeah quote eat it until you're fat and die unquote can we get what can we get that on a t-shirt that's the tweet from simeon who said that you did Really? We were talking about Oreos and the combination of Oreos and ice cream, Chips Ahoy, and I don't remember exactly, but you, wow, you okay. said eat it until you're fat and die. I maybe should listen to this before we post it. And, and he said he wants that on a t-shirt. That's pretty good. Yep. Cool Aunt Claire at Cool Aunt Claire. OMG. I haven't left that hard in forever. Thank you, Jason. When the guy said, quote, oh, three welcome. syllables, unquote, I knew they were going to go on a tangent of whether, quote, fire, unquote, was one syllable or two. Oh, I know what she's talking about. And now. I okay. thought I would completely lose it at that point. <laughs> and then she included one, two, three, five emojis that are laughing so hard they're crying, but they're yes. also off at an angle. Yes, that's rolling on the floor laughing. Oh, oh. Rolling. That's what I get out of that. Okay. Because it's kind of starting to roll. Got it. I, like I don't know. That. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm, so, my emoji game ain't strong. Well, I'm proud to say mine isn't either. Well, that, that that video, if you have not watched that, I know I talked about it last week and posted it like two weeks ago, whatever it was, a week and a half. 
It's funny. I watched it. So this is the video that where the guys were trying to, one guy was trying to guess the name of a character from that movie, Running Man. The Running Man. Mm-hmm. And the, in the background, they're playing a video game, which... They're playing Shinmu, which is an awful, terrible video game. And so they have to amuse themselves by just talking about random nonsense. And like I said, it's like they're doing a podcast over the, over top of a video. Yes. The only reason I posted the video version is because the guy who compiled the video, who also does kind of best of compilations for this website that these guys work for... Um, he took the time to list out on the screen all the all wrong, the guesses. incorrect yeah, guesses. Yeah. It was a hundred. Yes. So I did watch it, and I did think it was funny, and I was laughing, especially when they were debating whether fire was one or two, mm-hmm. so two or three syllables. One or two, three, two, two syllables. I guess you can't get three out of that. Fire. I guess you. Uh, no, he's saying three syllables. Fire. Plus ball. the other, yeah. Fireball. That's the story. That's what he meant. But I could. I could certainly relate to the guy trying to guess. Yes. <laughs> because you think you've said it. You think you've said, you sure? What, am I close? Okay, I'm close. Yep. Fire guy. Fire kid. And they were giving fire, zero hints, really. They were the, giving the, that zero That cold hints. and warm and hot was that not helpful help. at all. That doesn't help. But I also don't know. I can't be sure that guy wasn't just putting them on. Oh, part of it was. Had to have been. So that part that I was, didn't think was great. But. That's what's funny to me is that they couldn't tell. Well, that's a good, that's part, that's okay, that's, but the part that that's he was make, putting them on and it wasn't genuine, I didn't, you know, I'd prefer oh, to be genuine. That's even funnier to me. That's why I really laughed is because the other guys couldn't tell and their reactions of, and they were being genuine. The other two guys that were like, I, the one guy was like, because I've heard him react like this before, he was like, I I, I can't do this anymore. And he's being honest. He's yeah, just like, he's like, I can't I, take my this brain anymore. can't take yeah. this anymore. Because I, I, he gets kind of, you know, worked up about stuff like that often. But yes, the part where he goes, Kid Thunder just cracks me up every time. Because <laughs> it's not even close. Right, right. Well, yeah, I've, I can, like Watch I said, this video. I can it's relate. It's worth the 11 and a half minutes. I can definitely relate to his guessing. I have never yes. taken 100 guesses to, to get. Anything, including Beetlejuice. Absolutely not. There is a word cloud or whatever they're called out there by Luke, <laughs> Stat Young yeah. Man, Young Stat Man. Young Stat Man. And it's young nowhere stats. near 100. Yes. But it's, <laughs> it might be near 11 minutes. <laughs> it, might, it might be, yes. But besides this reminding you, this video you tweeted mm-hmm. of, of Beetlejuice, it should, have you remi- it should have reminded you that we have also discussed how many syllables the word fire has. Absolutely, we have. Okay. I didn't know if you remembered. Yes. Okay, we have a clarification from our official pedantic jerk, Brad Weiss, at one Brad Weiss. Good deal. And he he tweeted, hashtag PJ, and then this, it looks like a screenshot that he took from somewhere. And, And I'll read that now. Common misconception. Quote, survival of the fittest is not a principle of evolution, but a phrase coined by H. Spencer, misinterpreting natural selection. Mm-hmm. Fitness does not mean strongest, toughest, best, etc., etc., not etc., etc. It means pr- reproducing <laughs> dot, dot, dot. viable offspring in a given environment. Could be most cooperative, least edible, best at hiding, etc. Mm-hmm. In short, Biology is no excuse for being, uh, rhymes with thick. You can actually say that word on the podcast. I can? hmm In short, biology is no excuse for being a dick. hmm 
I agree. I, and I that's agree. basically, I thought what we were saying. Uh huh. Yeah. My my intention, maybe I didn't convey it, but my intention was to say that phrase has been co-opted incorrectly by how much can you bench, bro? Type people that are, you know, it's all about winning and it's all about mm-hmm. being first and it's all about being the best. You know, survival of the fittest, man. It's just nature. That's the way it is. You know, bro. Yes. How much you pinch, bro? What's up, bro? Bro. Well, this came about because I think I said you got to look out for number one. Yes. And then we started talking about survival of the fittest. Yes, which I was, you know, getting into the character of these, you know, knuckleheads that it's all about, you know, whoever's winning, who's on top. That's the best. Whatever it takes to get there. Survival of the fittest, man. Yes. Yes. Do you enjoy my new bro character? Yeah, I do. I'm waiting to see what else the bro is going to say. <laughs> I better stop before I say something that I have to cut out. Yeah. Um, okay, so next is Adam. Yes, I agree, Brad. Oh. And I thought that's what we said. I don't honestly remember everything we said, but I do think I we hear. I do think we did say this in, a, in not so many words, but mm-hmm. similarly. Okay, in response to Kevin Stanfield's appearance last week. Mm-hmm. Adam Benson at Benson underscore the comic said, I have seen Deadpool 2 and I still don't understand Kevin Stanfield's review. <laughs> well, see, that's the problem. <laughs> yes. I haven't seen it and the review makes perfect sense to me. Yes. So it's, it's, you saw the movie. That's the problem. And well, and Kevin Stanfield at Stanfield Kevin responded to him. What I don't understand is why a character that carries two samurai swords, two Glock 9s, and uses profanity like it was mouthwash, why is this guy plastered all over 7-Eleven selling kids Slurpees? That is a very good point. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. Um, I have not seen Deadpool 2 mm. or Deadpool. Um, I don't think I'll see Deadpool 2. Maybe I'll see Deadpool. I will see Deadpool 2 blah, 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 when it comes out. I can't talk anymore. <laughs> I will see that movie when it comes out on like something that I can watch for free. I would not pay yes. to see that movie. Okay. Or I would not pay extra. I'll, you know, is it'll be part of one of my services that I pay for. That I think basically everyone at this point pays for, except for James Cunningham and Amazon. Oh, don't uh, get me Netflix started on Amazon or Amazon Prime, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Is the price going up on that? Yes, twenty percent, mm-hmm. and they know people are going to pay it. Of course. And he, I'm an Amazon it's VIP. A I'm a VIP. You don't With it, increase you your don't, price you don't, on me. You don't get a discount. No. Well, you're not very VIP. They give me money to review there to help the writers of the shows. Okay. So you're I, not VVIP. They give me a salary. Okay. What did you say? I'm not VVIP? VV. Very, you're very. You're not a very VIP. Yeah. You're not very, you're no, not a I'm very, not. very important person. No. But come on. 20% increase? 20% is not much. Yes, it is. Not for it had when's the last time it increased? Okay, a when I first ago? joined Amazon Prime it was seventy nine ninety nine. Then it went mm-hmm. to ninety nine ninety nine. And now it's going it was to eighty five for a while for me. That's not bad. For what you get out of it if you actually order something. I mean, you pay probably that a year for um for Netflix or Hulu and you don't get the free shipping on stuff. I don't get free shipping and what I think they should add is free Amazon Unlimited music. I thought they did do that part partly. I think you get a, like a reduced version of that. You do, but it's reduced. Oh. I don't listen to music anyway, so. 
But I understand how that could be valuable. And that, I agree. They probably mm-hmm. should have that in. But okay. that probably cost them a ton because of royalties and stuff for music. Well, they got the money. Well, yeah, Especially now because they they've increased everybody's price. I have zero problem with the price increase on that. It's, it's still a value. Well, that's why I'm going to pay it because it is still a value. But I just yeah. don't like the idea that ne- now, when are they going to stop? They'll keep increasing. I mean, at some point, well, people are going to have yeah, to say we're not paying for that in anymore. Economy. Yeah, it's the way money works. <laughs> well, we don't do inflation in this household. <laughs> well, <laughs> welcome to 1950. Because inflation happens, but there are certain jobs on the market that don't give you the yearly increase in pay that you, the cost of living pay raise that you should be getting. Yeah, I, and I disagree with that 100%. They should, they should do that. Absolutely. Minimum wage should be raised every year, and minimum wage should be actually be a living wage. If you had to live off minimum wage, the reason it's called minimum wage is not just because it's you know the minimum that people can pay for certain jobs. It's it's it should be the minimum that you need to live in current society, and I don't see how people can do it. It seems impossible to me. I know it absolutely so does. It should be all of that should be right anyway. That, talk about first so. world problems, Amazon price yep. going up. Okay, um, lastly, remember uh, the Orson Welles frozen peas commercial that Matthew Vogel tweeted to us yes. last week? And I we wondered, oh, mentioned. if, you know, we wondered, is that is that still out there somewhere? Can we hear it? I'm pretty sure I said I'm 100% sure it's on YouTube somewhere. Well, you were right, because John Miller at JKM563 sent it to us. Oh. Um, so thank you, John. I listened to it. Yes. And... Th- was it video or just well, okay, audio? Okay, so it was an audio, but they made a little skit out of it. Oh, okay, I'll check so, that. But I thought it was pretty funny, uh, but it was also just hard for me to believe that it wasn't staged. Like, is this really what a curmudgeon Orson Welles was? Like, he seemed like he would have been a very hard person to work with. I think that's his reputation. Okay, well, so that's in that, I, re- I, I understand. I mean, I I'm understand why he was, he was very critical of the copywriting, but it was. I felt like it was a little mean. I don't well, like I mean, it when people get too big for their britches and start, you know. You listen to Tony's show when he does <laughs> ad reads, don't you? I do, but he's he didn't go overboard like Orson Welles does in this, what I thought anyway. But it was well, it was still I'm funny. sure they don't post everything he says either. Oh, I'm sure podcast. they don't. They don't have that internet show anymore. Nope, that's for a reason. <laughs> oh, and uh, Brendan in Jersey also sent us some videos um, cool. with Orson Welles, and I watched... I watched one of them and it wasn't, he wasn't as mean as he was in the frozen peas, but it was about the wine, uh, uh, a wine and keep commercial. In, and keep in mind, some of those could be fake. I mean, it could be people doing Orson Welles impressions. Could, and I think maybe that's what Brendan, I didn't watch it closely enough to, I need to go back and watch it, but I think it yeah. was, it might've been an impersonation. Yeah. The way that audio and video can be edited, especially nowadays and Photoshop pictures, you, you can't really trust even what you see or hear anymore. I know. You, you and I were talking about that before we started recording, I think. Yes, we were. Yeah. Oh, what? Wait a minute. We cut stuff out? No, we weren't recording. You can't cut it out if you're not recording. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. We don't record stuff? <laughs> Correct. Mm, there's some mystery in there. Definite mystery. But you know what's not a mystery anymore to me? What? My friend Sarah texted me a screenshot of the, you know, the settings in your iPhone where, um, It'll say, basically, she's clearing up for me how 
Siri worked for Bonnie that way when Bonnie said, Siri, call the ambulance. Yes. It said emergency SOS on or off Mm -hmm. under the settings. Now, I now know why I don't have that because I refuse to update my phone and it must be on an update. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Jason's wife told me about that too. Yeah. So she sent me the screenshot with the, it's circled. So she must have added the circle with her finger, which I have tried to do and I'm not very on target. But (laughs) (laughs) I now know. So I'm going to have to upgrade my phone if I want that and I, or update my phone and I cannot stand doing that. I just have to go buy a new phone because mine is mine doesn't even charge anymore. It like oh you I, need. it'll charge for like five minutes and gets like twenty percent of the battery back and then it just like stops charging. And I yeah, plug well, it and plug it back in good. and it starts charging again. So I'm you, constantly plugging it in and plugging it every day throughout the day and it's like at five percent to ten percent battery at nighttime and it's just not oh it you, ain't working for me anymore. You better get a new one before that thing explodes. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. Well, that's kind of what they when it. Don't some phones explodes when explode when you have the have battery plugged in? I don't have a Samsung. Okay, well that's good. Speaking of Jason's wife earlier too, by the way, um, shout out another shout out to her from Anita, uh, who has now said she's following yes, the next door, next door Twitter account, of- which is I heard about it from Jason's wife, so and that's what we talked about it on here. Yeah, and speaking of next door, I'm assuming you have some next door app. Um, I have one. Okay, good. Urgent alert in all caps. There is a goat in my pool. <laughs> That's it. See, now, that to me, there's an example of why does the whole world need to know that? <laughs> why are you putting that on next door? Your next yeah, door right. That's not, the, the goat is not probably going to be able to get out of the pool. No. How did the goat, help the goat? Yeah, how did the goat get in there? And yes, go help the goat. Mm-hmm. I like that. Was that, the, this week? was that the Atlanta version? I have no idea. Okay. No, I don't have anything else this week. <laughs> okay. And fine. maybe not for the next couple weeks, right? Um, I have no idea. We'll see. Okay. Definitely we'll have something in three weeks, though. Yes. From when Chatter. We're at Chatter, yep, yep. With Mark. Okay. Between now and then, though, it's hit and miss with what we got going on. Yes. So if there's a podcast, listen to it. If there's not a podcast, well, I mean... Don't listen to it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> any, any extra, like any additional last things to add on? No. That'll Since do that's it. been the theme, running theme of this podcast? No, that'll do it. Okay. Bye. Bye. One more thing. Wait a minute. Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onsid and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. Speaking of eating it until you're fat and die, today, Friday, June 1st, is National Donut Day. Awesome! This is just what I need to wake up. Oh, and speaking of National Blank Day, according to nationaldaycalendar.com, yeah, I guess that's a thing. Today, June 1st, is also National Heimlich Maneuver Day, National Hazelnut Cake Day, National Leave the Office Early Day, National Olive Day, 
National Pen Pal Day, National Say Something Nice Day, and my two favorites, National Nail Polish Day and National Go Barefoot Day. How fitting that we celebrate both of those two things today. Nope. Graphics by Jason Fuse. I love snow peas. And I love you. Bye-bye. Jenny.